In this world full of ignorant bliss, our truth often gets dismissed. We all hide behind our screens, pretending to know what life truly means. But if you're here, I sense you're searching for something. Something beneath the surface, something deep within. It's time for your weekly dose of the pill that does the most. Hey folks, Merry Christmas. It's actually Christmas Day. Um, I guess it takes... This is the first time it's happened. We've always done either before or after, but you're listening. Well, that's if you listen to the episode on Christmas Day. And if you listen to a podcast on Christmas, either you're a creature of routine or something more, I guess, sinister. What is this guy doing? Dude, this is nuts. <laughs> Just because we don't have a video on or we're not recording a video doesn't mean you want to be <laughs> scarring me with whatever it is that you're doing right now. But say Merry Christmas to the people, my guy. Merry Christmas, everybody. Have a... No, I mean, Happy, I are we ending the episode? Scream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a great time. Honestly, I'm, I don't think I'm even used to saying this uh, Merry Christmas that often. Yeah, bro. I mean, there's many things I'm not used to doing during Christmas. That Funny enough, I, I was on a call with my team and I was like, oh, like, I was saying I enjoy the holidays. And the person was asking me, don't you celebrate Christmas? And I'm like, wait, why is that a question? Like, you've been saying enjoy the holidays since as opposed to Merry Christmas. And I'm like, huh fair but i don't know ah yeah i don't think i've like even as a kid i like christmas was always associated with like so we had this show in church um it was called the opera is what we called it but essentially it was when it was like an end of year production production like a christmas story where they would be dancing acting singing but all connected to one theme and so it was almost like a okay. musical production sort of thing so that was always what i looked forward to during december right so it's like all of that and then once i left and got into uni christmas was just i started to get disillusioned by it right outside of the church side of things it's like it's a day particularly in Ibadan, it was a day where everything was just dead right and you go to church you get back home and I guess everybody's spending time with their family. We used to, it became a family thing. And I guess for me, if, my family is scattered around the world. So yeah. for us, it wasn't so it was always, always a very like slightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Growing up, I'd always like spend it with like friends and family and cousins. And so, you know, you're, everybody's together, you know, um, in a house. So it gives it that, you know, holiday but wasn't vibe. there somebody's house you were looking forward to going? At Christmas? No, not really. Like after, after uni, like after secondary school, not really. Not really. Oh, yeah. Um, but then even I used to, like, I, I, I didn't maybe not. Sorry? Even like people of your age mates. No, not really. Because again, I'm not that extroverted for that to be like a thing I'm looking forward to you get. So because if it's you know, not, like during during Christmas there are like three kinds of three kinds of families. Yeah. Maybe more, but three that come to mind. So there's the one that Christmas Day is actually a family day where everybody comes together and everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. They're eating internally. They're watching some stuff. The gen is on, regardless of when they oh, partake. Well, yeah, night. fair, fair, fair. You know, they're doing everything, chilling. Maybe they have some cousins come over, etc. It's a proper Christmas, isn't it? And they're down, mm. and Hamatan is strong. Mm. And then there are those who, like mine, just do F all. <laughs> Don't really do much. Um, but then your plans depend on who, on who has plans. Mm. And then there are those families who... Do the visiting. No, no. Uh, those families would then do the party hosting. 
Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But they're the ones that do the actual parties. Yeah. And if people like us, then go to their parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so there's those who stay at home and there's those who stay at home with occasion, those who stay at home and wait for opportunity to go out. Yeah. Those actually create the opportunity. Yeah. For people to go out. Yeah. So I was definitely, I think we're definitely the ones that find opportunity to go somewhere. Same here. Of course, as you as you get older, it's it's moving from your own, moving from places that your folks are going to to your choice, to your own choice. Yeah, fairs, fairs. Although one Christmas tradition that developed in the last like three four years for me before I moved away was uh, Christmas lunch with my brother um, and his family. So, but nothing fancy. I'll just after church go there. Um, his wife will make a meal and we'll just hang around the whole day till like noon and I'll be till evening and then I'll go to my house so yeah I guess right now I was telling someone that summers for me are more of that feeling for me because that's when I go to see family and everyone around you know catch up with you as well so for me that's the that's my December December is just you know <laughs> everybody else well is. I guess I guess if you're looking at December as a time for seen everybody then you can say that's a december right mm, fair enough fair enough um, so maybe the question I guess is, is, is like it's also got some kind of end of the year element to it if if, if Christmas, any every other holiday that falls outside of december doesn't have the same feel because technically you only have two days off work exactly you only have you know, Christmas and that's what you start to realize as an adult because christmas to a child or a teenager it's very different from Christmas to an adult. And I now, I now realize how weird it is that the kind of pressure that I guess children used to place on their parents to make Christmas like a whole holiday when in reality, you're just getting one day off work. But yeah, then the kids yeah. are around for two weeks because the schools have done what the schools do. So yeah, like bankers, for example, Christmas doesn't really mean anything to them in terms of like having a break. It's like... They might close earlier. Yeah, but pretty much you're back... It. Yeah, and then you get New Year's. So you get twenty you get twenty five, twenty six, and then you get New Year's Day. Um, all of that. I think yeah, but obviously there's a reason for the season. Um, particularly if you're Christian and all of that. And I think what I've tried like for me, maybe that tends to hold a bit more weight. But Christmas has been so commercialized that even sometimes within oh, the religious Yeah. <laughs> sometimes within the, the space and all of that, it's like but I look forward to the carols, the singing. But like, um, well, everything has though. Like, yeah, no, I guess. I guess everything yeah. has Easter. They found Easter bunnies and some kind of link. <laughs> yeah, you know, Halloween without that religious or not, it's still commercialized. Yeah, everything has. I guess the only thing that perhaps you say is not per se is the more Muslim holidays. But then you can understand that's because the. Mm. Why is the, that though? I think it's the West is founded on Christianity. That's that's just a simple reason. Mm, so there, yeah, it's, it's more of a you know, yeah, yeah, West yeah, founded on yeah. Christianity. Whether people understand that or not, I think it's an it's a simple Google. Google I also search. think it's I also think it's a bit of exposure because in Ibadan, for example, during the um, Muslim holidays, if you go around where Arisha Kola's house used to be, around the you know the, I guess where the the Muslim section of town. There's always a bit of energy around it, and people buy new clothes, buy new things, go out. So there's, yes, there's, but, I think there's still the difference. The difference with that is that energy is made by 
celebrants, not by industries. Ah, okay, fair points, fair points. Fair you point. know, we, we you you rarely see. I mean, maybe I'm saying this because I'm not Muslim, so I'm not exposed to it. But I feel like I don't think that's the case. I think yeah, you rarely see any kind of items in stores based on this Ramadan. Mm. Yeah, you know, Ramadan is even different from the Idel. Like that one is the fasting season plus all of that. So, but yeah, I see what you mean, Sha. Um, but anyways, I, I don't know. So what are we doing this episode? I think guys, again, it's Christmas Day. We're going to record a regular episode, but obviously it'll be weird listening to something random on, on Christmas Day. So we're supposed Christmas to talk about Day plans. our plans. Um, okay, so I am not in my primary location that is Ghana. So I'm in Nairobi this Christmas. And I think last year, it was kind of like a thought that like Christmas went by and the whole season went by in Ghana for me. So like bleh. And I was like, I don't think I want to be here like next year for Christmas. Like if I have a choice, I should just find somewhere else to like go just to try something different because Nairobi, like in Ghana, in Ghana. Ghana. Yeah. Because I think the Christmas before, I think it was a Saturday or something. So I went riding, um, in the morning. Um, and then came back and just like, chilled maybe maybe i played my stuff on the guitar and posted a video on instagram and i guess that was it um maybe the other time a friend was in town um she was also like away from nigeria and nobody else was around so we both like did christmas dinner i guess she did most of the cooking but i was a supporting cast in that um nice. but I, and that, that was that was nice i, I think it was it, it gave i think the thing about the season is actually maybe spending with people that you care about i think that's always important um and i think i i've managed to check that box except last year which is why maybe dawned on me that okay fine i need to if i'm going to stay alone or not be with family family then i need to be away from just like waking up another regular day just to make it feel a bit different so and then this year um i'm in nairobi and uh the friend was hosting me i think the they just added me to a whatsapp group so apparently i think they're doing a christmas dinner thing so there's going to be like seven other people in the house and nice. there'll be energy so it's looking it's looking more chill um than all of that and then there'll be church obviously tomorrow christmas eve uh they're doing a christmas eve service in, in the church here hillsong nairobi so i will swing by there um and we'll see how that goes but yeah how about I'm you the, i'm not there's church on monday as well it'll be no. so weird to go to church on monday and su- sunday yeah, to be Back fair, to I, I said no. Like, I'm sure there are some churches that are going to swing both. Like, do they regular? The thing is that if 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 Christmas Day was on Saturday, there'll be church on both days. Yeah, yeah, there'll be Saturday. But and that's the thing. So, so funny enough, my church in Ghana didn't do Christmas services. So on Christmas Day, what they do is a Christmas carol, which is usually a Wednesday or something before before. They did it on Christmas Eve. So, so yeah, we do a Christmas Eve carol service. And then Sunday, I mean, the next day, which is Christmas Day, you spend it with your family, pretty much. So not a church event. But now today, um, obviously, the Christmas carol service is today, which is the, no, sorry, it's tomorrow. No, it's today. They, say, they put it today, and then I think they're going to do regular service tomorrow, and then everyone does their thing on Monday. So, yeah. How about you? What are your Christmas plans? Yeah, it just said depend on, depend on the gym. Okay, sorry, I was, I was trying to look up the question you asked about Christmas in church. Okay. Oh, my plans for the second year running. I'm not in Love Pro, which is great. Oh, true. Where were you? Because the, the scars of Love Pro are still following me. 
Oh, okay. I last year left. you you left. Okay, I last year was mean. when I just left. I just yeah. left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally left like two weeks before Christmas. Yeah, true. Um, but down down was just like a departure. You were in transition before. season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This one still. This one feel, a year on now. This feels a bit more established. Um, but different. Obviously, it makes a difference in even where I am. Mm. Um, so currently with the madam and family. And cool definitely that involves adjusting to a new set of idea of Tradition, Christmas because obviously yeah. before then I've not been very Christmassy as I've been told in the past. I mean, even even when I was in love, but I've been told this, so it's not safe. Same thing. <laughs> um, but it's nice though. It's like you're just forgetting about everything else. I think that's the key thing is that you forget about everything else for a minute. Mm. Whereas if you're alone, you may not do that. And that's from realizing in a, in a way. And yeah. If you're alone, you you probably still, even if you're free, even if you're not doing much, you have more reminders of what you have to get back to. What you have to get back to or what you left behind. Mm. Or perhaps for a second, for a day, for a day and a half, for two days, for a week, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's a, uh, it goes away from your head. Yeah. Bless you. Damn. <laughs> so, you know, I was thinking, so for you, as you are, as I guess we're both getting older and getting into that more adulty side of life, not that 20s are not adults, but. Um, what do you mean? Getting more adulty? We've been here for a minute. I know, but I'm just, you know, I, I'm going somewhere. <laughs> and where I'm going is wondering for you, have you started thinking about what Christmas traditions will mean for you and your family, you know? Or is that something that would evolve and Not really. appear? I mean, yeah, it depends on many things, but... Or maybe... Have they, I, I don't know. Yeah, like if you had a vision board or a mood board for your ideal Christmas. I would def- definitely like to be... Um, a, a host of events, for sure. Mm. Um, but I don't, I don't think that's... I think that's a general thing for me, yeah. My ideal future home will be a home where, like, every once a quarter, yeah, I have like, big, big, big dinners. And for me, that's not a thing of me trying to host people, but I'm trying to host people and make, and make people eat and get together. But I feel like, notice whenever you're in a gathering, in, a, in some kind of house, that's a party or a dinner, not in a party, not like a rave, but something mm. quite simple. You live there, I've learned a lot. I don't mm. know what I can say this, but whenever I've been in any kind of gathering, even, even, like, even, just, even just like my birthday this year, yeah. um, like a simple house party get together, I leave the day end with me learning something from somebody randomly that I just don't know. Yeah. Whether it's about something that can be useful for me, something that may not, just learning something. And I never really quantify that as learning. Until I heard the podcast where I was, I was listening to DOAC podcast and there was a guest who was talking about, I think his main expertise was matchmaking, mm. but a different context was talking about was about Oprah. And he said that Oprah used to have these dinners where she invites a lot of her weak ties, mm. um, quite maybe occasionally, I, I can't remember the periodic duration 
happened, but he didn't mention that. And it said that for her, that was a way to be aware of what's happening in the world, what's about to happen. Mm. Now, of course, you can imagine in Oprah's world, people she's inviting are people who are definitely top of their chain in different places. Yeah. Right. So they have the lot of knowledge on the global order of things. Mm. Right. Um, but then when I heard that, I didn't plug myself into that same scenario. I thought that's what that is. That's what that feeling was. After after many, many parties or many, many events, I'm like, ah, that, that was a good party. And not because that was a good gathering, not because it was the alcohol or anything, not just because of the little things that I changed or I, I learned after. Yeah. So the aim is to do that. Mm. Um, it's like taking the podcast live <laughs> somehow. <laughs> huh? I said it's like taking the podcast live because sparking conversations yeah yeah, yeah. you can say that way. in some way yeah yeah, yeah. and and, then, and the funny thing is like okay let me give you, let me give you a very good very good example so because I think people like examples so I was at a dinner this was even a even it had it had that environment to get this so I was at a dinner perfect dinner with um my girl's friend Mm. And obviously, I just knew probably her friends on the table, and the rest were new people to me. Yeah. And I sat opposite this guy who is also Nigerian, but born here. I believe mm. I moved here when I was very young. I can't remember. Anyway, the night goes in several ways, but I ended up learning about some useful career stuff mm. that I wouldn't have been exposed to at all. Now, of course, everybody says that with all the dash, 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 dash networking, maybe you're right. Mm-hmm. But the point is that I didn't go there to talk about that. And yeah. what, I, what I learned was only about, I would say, 10% of our conversation. And then that, that I got something very valuable mm-hmm. that, that is helping me think about yeah. my own work. Right? Mm-hmm. The same can be said for when um we had a birthday gathering here during her birthday and some people came to the house with just about eight people playing cards and and I learned about people's way of doing certain things that I normally do. Mm. You know, so that was a work thing. That was just something entirely different. Yeah. Right. But my point is like when when these people when people come together, you can think of it as effort. But you never know what's left, what's going to be left with you when they go. Because people just talk, right? You just pick up stuff. Yeah. And I guess as, as we go into that adulty phase, you can't really, your avenues for going out and picking up these, um, I'll say, pockets of knowledge yeah. are very are reducing because you don't have the, that much time, do you? Mm, mm. So when you create those spaces for people, particularly people that you're not very close with, just people that you can't see regularly. You know, because you know, you know, in this place, like everybody's busy. So we, you see once a year, and you're good friends. We see them like once a year. Yeah. You know, so those kind of connections that are not regular. Um, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny how you asked me one question and it led to this long thing. <laughs> anyway, my point is, yes, I will try and host regular things. Not not just Christmas, but like once a quarter. Once a, yeah. That's a plan. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, um. I mean, I asked the question. I haven't actually given it a thought in that sense because I'm not necessarily like a person that likes to host. Um, so that's not something that has featured. Um, I think every time I've thought about it, it's more around um, 
maybe being on the receiving end of certain things or putting myself out a bit more and maybe I my partner ends up being somebody that maybe potentially likes to host and you know being a part of that experience as well so I'm averse to the idea I think this week I've also learned a bit more around sort of like let's call it soft capital in that way and it's kind of like the same thing you're saying where if you're talking to someone that's like a weak tie or someone that you don't necessarily have that much of a connection with but you're in conversation together um the conversation can go anywhere and it's not just what you learn from the person talking to you and the conversation they're having but also what you learn by what you produce in that conversation because the context of the conversation lays a certain kind of demand on you and sometimes you end up processing thoughts that you didn't necessarily think you'd end up processing that day so for me i've had like two meetings like that this week where my maybe my previous me would have tried to um make not not make excuses but delay 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 until you just have to do it Right now, I've just been very responsive. So someone reaches out to me, oh, I heard you're in town. Oh, we should catch up. And I'm like, sure. When do you want to do? Like very, not that, oh yeah, we should catch up. You know that thing that you do when someone says you should catch up and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, we should. But whenever people tell me, let's catch up. I'm like, okay, cool. When? What time? And, you know, I just commit to open my calendar. Whenever I just see a gap, I'm like, okay, fine. Just pick a slot. And, you know, I've done two of that this week. And yeah, it's, it's, it's led to like interesting thoughts and just even things for me to think about to do long-term plans, all of those sorts of things as well. So yeah, um, I think in 20, I guess if we're looking at 2024, looking forward, but actually, you know, the question is plans for Christmas and stuff. I think maybe just be more open to these kinds of connections and things like that um, is what I'll take. Because a lot of time growing up, like I said, it was mostly there was an activity that everybody was like, we we're doing rehearsals, like from two weeks before Christmas, we're rehearsing like two, three times a week there's like two or three all night rehearsals. So I don't think I actually never ever thought about the Christmas holiday in the holiday sense of the word. And then growing up to be an adult, you realize it's just like one day of the week or something. And so, um, and for me, like just the seeing towns empty out, for example, or just things not being as busy. Maybe it's just because, you know, on this side of the world, particularly in West Africa, Christmas season, like, I don't know what it is, but except you're doing parties in your house, the general town always feels a bit quiet is what I've realized. Um, even in Lagos as well, on Christmas Day, there's not, like maybe there's yes, core. It's calm. Yeah, there's core locations where maybe there's something happening. Someone's doing an event. Someone is doing like a celebration, a party thing. But outside of that, you find out that the town just feels a bit empty. And then, yeah. So for me, I don't know. It was just always like, that's weird. Um, How about your your finances and spending money during christmas it's never been a problem i've never i've never been a big spender in christmas or like on christmas or on you christmas give, are you giving gifts uh good question no besides like the exchanges you might have to do like in church and then secret santa if you get invited to something you know we were never really um but we i mean me and you or yeah. maybe our generation or maybe where we're, where from, we're from but giving was never really a thing yeah it's something i've had to develop because i've as my network has expanded i'm connected to friends that obviously grew up in different cultures and you get gifts maybe the person is traveling in from their country and then you, they'll be like well they got something for you and all those sorts of things and you have so, to give them back it's always that thing where you get something you have to give them back don't you uh, yeah i guess but it's just for me it's just 
created the perception to not go empty-handed to certain places. But honestly, I won't say I do it as a general as a general thing. But if it's if it's a meaningful connection, a lot of times and there's enough time to prepare, I try to you know get something small and and all of those sorts of things. But gift giving is not a I don't think it's a, but also when you think of love languages, it's not necessarily high on my list in terms of how I feel or receive love. So it's just not top top for me. Um, although I like growing up, there used to be like growing up was when I would be I'd get I'll do one big purchase that my mom would sort of like get for me. So I wasn't the kind of we didn't I didn't get toys or things like that like every month or every other time. So Christmas, I would think, think long and hard about toys. what it is I wanted. Or just things. I said toys. Toys okay. were, <laughs> were a mystery to us, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. But I remember one of my Christmas gifts was a Game Boy. Toys, that time, used toys out of shampoo bottles. <laughs> I think I had a Game Boy at some point and I got an MP4. And at that time, it was an MP3 player, then a Discman. So it was just one significant purchase, just, you know, in December as part of Christmas vibe. And then when I became, so when I got into uni, I think when I got my Blackberry, it was around Christmas as well. So I guess I tried to keep the tradition going. But yeah. That's pretty cool. I mean, I know time is definitely hard for many people. So um, me included. Um, so I'm sure the pressure of gift giving can be, can feel differently to different people, particularly depending on the cultural aspect you're with. Yeah. Um, for some it's not about some it's not about the culture, but it's about the social circles. You know, some might have friends or colleagues that splash out on them, and then they're like, "Oh my god, I have to <laughs> splash back or at least go halfway." Um, so it, it can also be a nerve-wracking period for some, just based on the aspect of gift giving. Mm. Um, I think I think true relationships would always understand where you are in life. So if it's genuine, if it's true, if the person understands when you're in life, then I think whatever you give back, as long as it's meaningful, mm. it should be it should be appreciated. Yeah. As long as there's thought behind it. And there's a lot that we can do with thoughts behind it that doesn't have to be quite expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think before moving out of love, it was common that I would get a gift here and there, but I don't know each time I get gifts, I would always be surprised <laughs> because I just I just always imagine that not that I, would, I, would, I won't even imagine it at all. That's probably I won't think about those that four letter word called gift at all until I get one. And I'm like, oh crap! It's already Christmas Eve. <laughs> Where am I going to get a gift now? To such a great <laughs> to uh to refund. So. Uh... But again, a part of that's probably been due to the fact that back then I was on a different mission. Yeah. And that mission puts you at a kind of world worldview whereby you're not thinking of these other like external social yeah, obligations. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um I mean but now it's like uh, now it's it's a, it's a lot better because now you know that to be, now you know that you're gonna get gifts, so you definitely have to give gifts. Yeah. Um. At least now you can then be more creative, or at least get into the spirit more by adding a 
a Christmas themed gift wrapper to it <laughs> and wrapping it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, so maybe to what I was thinking about was just general festivities as well. Like, are there any festivities or festival and just occasions that I genuinely look forward to in the sense of the word? Um, and like my answer is more on the no side, like general gatherings. You, you asked the question just to answer it and say no. Yeah, pretty Isn't much. Funny? <laughs> yeah, because I knew what my answer was, but I guess I'm just trying to lay my thought out to everybody. But yeah, but like just uh, festivities yeah, and life. festivities and things like that. Like I'm just I'm looking. I'm like, okay, when it comes to like special occasions, what do I like? Do I? I don't think you're you're a normal person to be comparing with. I think <laughs> why? Why is that? I, and I don't think you're the average person. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I guess. Because there are a lot of things that that you just find. Maybe, maybe me also as well. There's a lot of things you just find not pointless, but just not used Bland. to it. It's not yeah. part of your social vocabulary or traditional vocabulary. It's not yeah in that zone. So a lot of things would feel like oh yeah, for me that's not the case, but. Many people, it probably is. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I, I'm also like noticing the or trying and to. And also, like, the... it's very obvious that a lot of things we keep our tradition stem from how they were when we we're growing up. Mm. So, yeah, I'm and pretty I... sure that our, our context of where we grew up is definitely unique to us compared to other people, even in Nige, like. Mm. In other parts of Ibadan, in parts of Lagos, in Benin, whatever. Yeah. People are different than things that they would do. Yeah. Some, some, it's just the vibe is just, some, somebody just happy because it's December and, and not, not particularly because they're doing anything. But just, just is, because, yeah. It, back then, when they were kids, it was always a, a time vibe. for happiness. Yeah. So, and that's when we switch off. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, I'll say for me, I'm trying to think like just on, on the psychological side of things. I know like growing up, um, I don't know the point I'm trying to make here. Anyways, just I think it was more like around like hanging around friends and things like that. But as I've grown older and become more comfortable like with myself and with my like space and independence and all of that, like, you know, that that outward search for Oh, your friends are coming back home. Everyone's going to be in town right now. Like it's not, it's not as strong as most. I think that's what's taken away from that feeling of, oh, this is the end of the year and things like that. And so for me, it's more like, okay, another year is coming to a close. Um, taking stock. For the last three years, I've been doing like reflections and writing stuff down. So I think more like the end of the year specifies more, or Christmas specifies more end of the year than Christmas itself. And disclaimer, like obviously the reason for the season. Actually, even with that, Seth, like there's always there's things that say, obviously, like the holiday itself being conscripted or what's the word you use by the church and then, you know, mapping it onto Jesus's birth and saying how there's theories out there and all of that where, you know, couldn't have been born around this period because it was the winter period. And if you talk about the three wise men, so there's also, there's also like that whole theological side of it. So then throw questions on to some people, um, but I, I think that's just, gets into deep into certain kinds of semantics and not in the spirit of the the season in itself. But yeah. Um I think final thoughts here before I kinda like let you jump in is that I think for me, hearing myself talk through this episode is slightly concerning in terms of Whoa. Yeah, yeah. No, not not in a bad way, but just like 
if this is the perception and view and mind space that I have about this season, um, is is that healthy? Are there things I can do to sort of like correct that? Because yeah, like it's it almost feels I don't call it a Grinch like behavior because that's not the case. But it's just I'm hearing myself talk and I'm realizing for like Christmas music should mean a lot more. Like should or should it mean a lot more? And is there something I'm not doing correctly to sort of like make it carry that? that tone it might be the fact that you know migration all of that you end up spending a lot of this period not with your core family particularly if your family is scattered around so wait if you're someone that thrives a lot more like genuine deep connections and all your deep connections are everywhere you might not necessarily feel the need to replace that with just because you're around you understand um but i think last christmas someone invited me to their um you know people that are based in ghana families are in Ghana they had like a Christmas party their parents would always host like a Christmas party thing and then you go so I guess it's nice to like see people and eat food and drink stuff but again those stuff that, that just don't always hold as much like substance for me so that's why I, maybe I feel like this I'm this way but anyways just to say as I'm talking I feel like there's a lot of reflecting I need to do about the season outside of the religiosity of it I think that's in this case, it's not as complex as you may think. Mm. I think that you're only following, you not only, you may be only following patterns mm. that have existed in the last five years. And a five year might look like a small time to compare, mm. but that's enough to form a pattern. Mm. And to break the pattern is only about how you want to look at the occasion. And I say this because last year, when I decided to go to London for Christmas, I was going to stay with my friends. And I had no idea how that, they don't really do, my friends, my friends I'm talking about, but like my age. Yeah. They don't do anything Christmassy. It's just two of them. They don't really, the family is not really around either mm-hmm. at the time. So I, I, there, was just, there was nothing planned. But me leaving Berms when I was leaving, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make this Christmas a good one. Mm. All right, I'm heading to London now. I'm not particularly rich at my account. In fact, if anything, I'm poorer than I was last year. This Mm. is at the time. But I'm like, I'm going to make this a good one. And when I got there, first thing I decided was just to start to ask them, okay, what can we do? Like, the days. and we ended up going to some places that we never went to. We ended up having a dinner night with them and their neighbor. Um, we ended up doing a couple of other things. And, and that's some part of how I met, obviously, Ellen and stuff. So it's... My point is, I'm not suddenly Mr. Santa. Mm. I'm still the same guy who's like, okay, fair enough, Christmas, but... I feel like I had to create um, environments of things that boost me out yeah. into that season. Mm. Right, since, since, since I had the time to do it. So whether your thing is go-karting, your thing is novel reading, your thing is Netflix, your thing is whatever it is, the point is like you have time to do it, perhaps maybe guilt-free, but do other things as well that you might enjoy. 
Yeah. And it's about that conscious decision to do it. So even 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 looking at the stats, like I was looking at I was looking at uh, something in the UK statistic um mm. about where, about where people spend Christmas with their where people spend Christmas on Christmas Day. Yeah. And seven in ten spend it with the MDA family. All right. Okay. Whether it's with their and most most of these are with their, their partner and or their children. Mm. Right. And they usually are home. Mm. Right. So it's not as if many many people not people are not doing anything extravagant either. Yeah. But I guess it was what they are doing in that time. That matters. Right. Yeah. You can find you can find a dad that is like, okay, now is my time to just play my PS5 that I've not played all year. <laughs> yeah. I'm having fun with it. Yeah. You know, so maybe it's about thinking about what are things that you like to do and how can I fit into the occasion. Yeah. Well, of course, involve other people, but not, but if, not to the point whereby you're doing things that you don't normally do. Just because. Just because. Yeah. So to be fair, obviously, like last year, my thing was I don't want to do it in Ghana. And technically, I checked that box um, by the current situation of things. Um, and well, just the same thing that you mentioned, right? Where, you know, you decide to do something and then it almost then from that point in time becomes a tradition sort of, I think it's almost the same thing as I guess the trip I mentioned earlier, my summer trips, right? It happened once and I didn't necessarily think of it as like I said, it's in passing when that trip was ending, like, oh, it'll be good to do this again. And, you know, when the next year came around, even by January, I was already mentally preparing for you know it and then now that it's coming again i'm like <laughs> like my brother's birthday was a couple of days ago and you know um we were on the phone together and i was like yeah i look forward to seeing you again and in my head i'm like oh true like it's like it's now become also a thing for everyone thing. Else. yeah um and i'm like this is something that like traditions tend to the more you do them the more you keep the pace with them the more they begin to i guess mean more and yeah. things just sort of like align to make that happen so I think going back to your point, if I'm looking at Christmas in itself, um, maybe this was the first step towards that and then um, looking at more. But I, I do think, for example, with, with my partner and everything, I think there's that potential for it to become more, like you said, seven out of 10 people spending with their immediate family. And I think when you're in that season of between your old family and your new family, it's just that season that you need to figure out in, in that sense. Um, and I think if she was here for Christmas itself, we we'll definitely would spend it together, but she's not, she's uh, back with her family, um, but she's back here before the new year and then we'll spend that together. So to be fair, like still part of the Christmas season, I guess. Um, but yeah, honestly, this episode was Christmas day plans and I guess Christmas reflections, nothing too fancy. I think we've grown with the podcast. I think we've grown from, because even the ones where we actually have like dedicated episodes where we talk about, it's never, we and you were talking about this earlier on where we've gone from the amount of prep and intensity, like we still prepare, don't get us wrong, but it just, I think it's turned into how it started out originally, which is like conversations, right? That are just- uh, It's hard to tell. Is, how, so what do you mean? It's hard to tell. I mean, you can always say that it's hard to tell because- I think our memories are always flawed, naturally. Fair so, Fair enough. You know, I remember things in one certain way, but in reality, three years ago, two and a half years ago, it wasn't like that. Okay. Fair counter-argument. Um, 
let me show you the one interesting survey that I found, although US based, but quite interesting. So they asked a couple of people, it's actually two weeks ago, so very, very fresh. Mm. And of course, it's on, it's on Statista, which is very credible um, market research um, platform. Yeah. And so they asked a couple of people in US um, their most desired gifts mm. this holiday. Mm hmm. And for every man that said money, mm -hmm. there was 1.5 women that said money. So first of all, for both men and women, money was the top yeah. request. But there were more women that... Yeah, there were more women. So 50, so yeah, I can't say 50, but the numbers yeah. reflect for every man that said money. 1.5 women said money also. Almost double. But double. I guess and and, maybe, and yeah, go on. And the, the top three was the same for men and women. So money, vouchers, gift card, which is still money essentially. <laughs> it's like and, money, money, and, and money again. Money, vouchers slash gift cards. That's number two. Yeah. Number three is cl clothing, textiles, and shoes. Yeah. So number one, two, three is the same for men and women. Yeah. But number four and number number four for men and women then different. Number four, men wanted most. Smartphones, tablets, and accessories. Yeah. For women, it's cosmetic, perfumes, and body care. Yeah. So one thing I realized, and this goes back to the point I mentioned earlier, that you said, you know, this again, is the commercializing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the commercial aspect of things. Because I realized that obviously a lot of deals tend to happen towards the end of the year. So people tend to look at this period between Thanksgiving and New Year as a way to stock up on all the things that you need for the new year, like a new microwave, a new fridge. Um, my housemates does this a lot. Like every time I'd notice that once it's December period, there's just new sh things popping up in the house or conversations around discounts and stuff. And I'm like, I, did I miss the memo or something? But that's the other part of things that I think tends to happen around this season um, where people, because also stores use it as a way to, you know, clear their inventory, you know, play yeah. around with costs and things like that. So all of this has, you know, ripple effects across the whole thing. Um, but now that I'm talking, I think one thing I probably want to try and do a bit more is the giving aspect of things. So my church um, in Ghana do do this thing where there's a Christmas tree, and then they there are little angels on the Christmas tree. But on each angel is written like something that a child from the home that the church runs has asked for for Christmas. So you're supposed to That's cute. you're supposed to take the angel, read what is on it, and purchase whatever it is. So some some guys will say like football or somebody wants a dollhouse, somebody wants new shoes, new clothes, somebody wants football shoes, all of this thing. Then you take as many angels as you want, get it, and then bring it to church and then um, they then distribute it to the kids after, which I thought was very, very cool. So um, I think finding more avenues like that to just be a blessing to people, I think is probably what I want to make this season mean for me. That's, now that I'm thinking about it, that's something that's something that can make the season more meaningful. Not to say that it's only Christmas when you give, but there's just that air around the holiday that think that that sort of like means it's a good time to to give and it means a lot more to people as well and make people end the year on a slightly positive note. So um Yeah, absolutely. I mean you absolutely right. I think giving is always psychologically enriching. Mm -hmm. Um for human beings across yeah. the kind of give giving you're given, whether it's about something tangible, monetary or time or sweat. Mm. It's always well mostly always 
feels good eventually. Yeah. Even 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 if even if it's Secret Santa. <laughs> yeah. You know, at least you get to see other people's faces. Um when they are happy. I I'm glad that my Secret Santa work was I could put I put up a wish list. Uh, okay. So it was easy for me to just go on my Amazon and look at everything I'd saved <laughs> for later. And then just and pick one right thing that was, that was under ten pounds because that was the budget. <laughs> yeah. But I got I got a pretty good book. I got a book that I'm enjoying. It's I asked for Man's Search for Meaning, Victor mm. Frankl. So he wrote the book from the experience in the um, in Auschwitz, the Holocaust. Mm. Yeah. Man, <laughs> enjoy that book. It's uh, funny enough, like just a mention of uh, Outwith as well. Because before I came on this trip, I went through, a, I was watching a lot of World War II, uh, World War One and Two documentaries. And so, um, yeah, crazy. A lot. Yeah. I, think, I, th- I think I tweeted something about it that you realize we're not. First of all, it's not that far. It wasn't that long ago. Sometimes it makes you feel as if it was like 120 years. There's like, what, yeah. 70, 80 years ago. Um, and you then see that the same ingredients that produced those results are still present. Like it's not, and that's, maybe that's always been the case, right? Every generation, every period has its time of war and all of those sorts of things. But Obviously, over the last like 20, 30 years, it's felt, well, before Ukraine and all of that, so, like it's felt a bit different. But technically, like yeah. wars, are, wars are always around. I don't think, yeah, there's always some war going somewhere. And, and even outside of the war aspect, how humans, like how humans act in those situations. Mm. You can read about historical accounts and say, oh, I'll never do that. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll never, I'll never be part of a mass hysteria kind of thing. But I don't know. Reading this book, I, I mean, I'm just like maybe thirty pages in, and it's mm-hmm. actually a very short book. You can look it up if you want. It's very short. Try to finish it in two weeks if I stuck at it. But I'm just like, wow. Mm-hmm. This was not long ago. But anyway, that's not what we're here. Merry Christmas, folks. Yep. Bit of a interesting episode. Or, like, I always think, again, I always think about these things, like, if I was on the receiving end of this, like, what would be my thoughts? How would I yeah, listen you, to this? You, you've definitely messed up everybody's psychology for, for, um, for listening to this. You've definitely made them sadder. Why? What, guys? Did, I, <laughs> what did I do? I just, I just reflected. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm um, joking. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah, let let us know, guys, what you thought about the episode. Depending on where you're listening to this, I I guess it depends on what you're doing on Christmas uh, because some people might not have the time to listen to it on the day. But if you are like me in this case and you are spending, actually, no, I'll be busy on Christmas. But if you happen to be spending Christmas in um, alone or just not with family for whatever reason, hopefully this keeps you a bit company. It wasn't too much of a joyful episode, but still nice to hear other people's thoughts and you know think about and reflect as well um that's never a bad thing but we'll catch you guys in the new week with something new something like well we're pending one episode which is a the cinematic episode for the one we did on hobbies um which is an interesting 
I say that all the time about all our episodes, so maybe I should just stop. But yeah, final words for our people. Have a great Christmas. Um, don't feel bad doing nothing. I'm doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. And if you're doing everything, you're going to have a good time. Be safe, though. Don't spend too much money. Um, January's going to be long, so... <laughs> Hi there, and we're quite sure that the podcast landscape on your device is massive, and yet you found us and you chose to indulge in our long-form, complex, sense-making dialogues. And for that, we applaud you, but more importantly, we say a big, massive thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast, if it made you smile, think, debate, or even disagree, please show us some support. You can do that in five simple ways. Number one, give us a great rating and review, and subscribe or follow the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Number two, leave a comment, let us hear you, but more importantly, let our community hear you as well. Number three, share this episode with somebody new, somebody you thought about when you were listening, someone you think would enjoy it. Number four, if you're active on social media, connect, connect, connect. It's yellowpeelpod on Instagram slash threads and yellowpeel underscore pod on Twitter. Five, and finally, you can join our Patreon community down link below. Once again, thank you for taking yellowpeel with us today. Wally, your co-host. Next to me is Toby, and we should do very best in the coming hours, days, weeks, and months. But we'll see you again soon. Till next time, peace and love, people. Peace and love. <laughs>